You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. New Zealand, for the first time in their history, have won a World Cup finals match in front of the biggest crowd to ever watch a football match in their country. They have broken... 32-year, 15-game hoodoo. Well, let's hope for more of that tonight in Dunedin when the Football Ferns take on Switzerland for a place in the knockout rounds at this FIFA Women's World Cup. Let's bring in New Zealand Herald football writer Michael Burgess who's in Dunedin and has been there for two or three days in the build-up to this game. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining us. How challenging do you think it would have been for the players to regroup after... Well, first of all, they had the elation of what we've just listened to, but then the disappointment of the loss to the Philippines on Tuesday. How challenging would it have been for them to to get up after that? Uh, Extremely pioneer, yeah. Extremely challenging. Uh, I'll never forget the looks on some of their faces on Tuesday night uh, as they came through the mix zone after that game in Wellington. You know, there's there's always a cliche about, oh, we're gutted, you know, and that kind of expression, but but they were devastated because... um, they they knew what was at stake. Um, they knew what it meant to get a result against the Philippines, which was expected. And as it turned out, you know, if they had a one, they, they'd be now sitting in the knockout rounds. If they'd drawn, it would have been very close to the knockout rounds. So I think that's one of the keys to today is if they've actually actually moved on, actually got over that, that defeat because um, they don't want any mental baggage uh, going into this one. And certainly the, the noise from the camp, from the coach, from the players that were spoken to this week is that they have moved on. Um, so we, we just have to hope that, that that's indeed true. Do you expect any changes to the starting 11 tonight? I do. I think, I feel that Olivia Chance will come in. Uh, they need her. They need her creativity and her vision. Uh, but it is quite tricky for Klimkova because um, there's a few different options in terms of the formation. Um, personally, I feel that 4-4-2, as they played against Norway, suits them best. I like Percival and Steinmetz in centre midfield together rather than a midfield three where I felt Steinmetz got a bit... She's not as suited to playing on, on the right-hand side of midfield as she did against um, against the Philippines. I also like Jackie Hand and Hannah Wilkinson together up front, as we saw against Norway I felt Wilkinson got a bit isolated against the Philippines in sort of the lone ranger role. But if you play a 4-4-2, um, Chance doesn't work as well on a, in the wide midfield role and uh, you've got Ali Riley in that flank too and neither of them can really bomb forward. So do you play a 4-4-3, which Chance is maybe more suited, a 4-3-3, Chance is more suited to. So certainly some, some interesting options for Klimkova. But yeah, I can see Liv Chance, um, Liv Chance coming in. I think they've realised they need... Uh, what she does provide. Switzerland only have to draw to go through, draw or win to go through to the knockout rounds. What do you think that will do to their approach? Yeah, interesting question, Pine. I asked um, the coach and the captain about that yesterday and, you know, I just got a sense that they're very, very happy with the position they're in. Um, the coach said to me that, look, you know, we, we want to stay top of the group. You know, so that's implying that oh, we want to win, but I've got no doubt they will be uh, sitting back defensively. They've got a very compact defence. 
they'll be very cautious and then they'll play on the counter, which suits them. You know, they didn't even concede a... They didn't even... Um, Philippines didn't have a shot against them in that opening game. And then Norway were quite frustrated as well by sort of... They're very, very well organised, Switzerland, very resolute. So they'll definitely, I think, um, play that way, which will suit them down to the ground. And that is the biggest challenge for the Ferns. They've got to be positive. You know, they've, they've got to attack, but they also... Uh, cannot afford to concede, obviously. Um, and it's very hard to play that way when you've got a team <laughs> that can afford to to park the bus or even a couple of buses. What what is your what is your feel about the the enormity of this game and the effect that'll have on the New Zealand players? We know that that Tuesday was a big occasion, and uh, Liv Chance has said, "Look, maybe maybe we we were too." up for the game. We wanted it too much uh, compared to what Ellie Riley and Katie Bowen had said where they said look, the Philippines wanted it more. Liv Chance said look, maybe we wanted it too much. Is there any danger that tonight's occasion, this massive, massive game of football might get to these players? Yeah, there is actually and I thought Olivia Chance was, was she's, she's very honest, uh, Liv Chance and I, th- I think she actually hit the nail on the head. I, I thought they were you know, there's a term they use in sport about being over aroused, and and I think I think they were. You look at someone like CJ Bott, who you know is a fantastic player and was so good against Norway, but she just in the first half against the Philippines, she made four or five or six uncharacteristic errors, some loose passes, um, and I think yeah, the occasion, but also the expectation got to them going into a game where they expecting to win and probably expecting to win well. You know, it's quite. You know, unique for the Ferns, so they won't have, I guess, that same expectation in Dunedin. But it is a huge occasion. I mean, we talked tiny about Norway being the biggest match in Ferns history, uh, and this one probably supersedes it, doesn't it? Because they've got this this amazing chance to go to the knockout stages for the first time. So. I really think that is the crucial part of the equation tonight. They've got to get that energy, desperation, hunger and desire back they showed against Norway, which was down a bit in terms of uh, just, just winning those first and second balls. But they've also got to stay calm and composed and realise that, that there's a full 90 minutes to do this um, and, and just stay focused on, on the game plan and what needs to be done rather than sort of um, you know running around like headless chickens. chickens. All right, what's your gut telling you? What's your best guess? <laughs> Uh, look, I've had this uncomfortable feeling all week that it's going to be a draw uh, today in Dunedin. So obviously, I guess I hope that A, I hope I'm, I hope that's enough, and B, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope the Ferns uh, do win. Switzerland be very hard to beat. Um, obviously, uh, you look down their team. All their players play in Europe. Okay, fair enough. There's there's quite a few that play in Switzerland, but there's also a lot that play in England and Germany and and Spain. So, you know, they're they're a pretty intimidating team. But but the ferns, the ferns can do it. Definitely can 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 do it. Can beat this team. It will all hinge on the first goal. You know, I, I don't think the ferns can afford to concede um, because trying to score two goals against Switzerland would be a massive. Uh, task, but if the Ferns score first, whenever it comes, then, then it's game on. And, and I guess 
the hope is, Piney, I'm sure you feel the same way, that it could be like Eden Park, where the crowd give them that extra 10%, and, and the sellout crowd and the noise, which is going to be incredible in Dunedin, um, brings them home. Indeed. Let's hope that uh, if we're chatting at the same time tomorrow, we're talking about New Zealand still in the tournament and in the knockout rounds. Enjoy the day, if that's possible, Birch, and thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, fine. It's going, to, it's going to be an incredible day and a, um incredible evening, something that maybe hasn't been seen before in Dunedin, just the, uh, the noise that will be created in the stadium and you can't wait. But as you, as you implied just then, it, it's also going to be extremely... Nerve-wracking, isn't it? <laughs> it is indeed. It's going to be very nerve-wracking. Thanks, mate. Michael Burgess, read him at nzherald.co.nz. Heaps of preview pieces and read his uh, match report and analysis uh, following the final whistle tonight. Game kicks off at 7, live on Sky Sport and also on Prime. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.